kind of weird because New Year's Eve fell on a Sunday, right? But they still had all those guys play the football games. They got out there on the gridiron doing the football things because they're professionals. But one of those games, it didn't even start until 11 p.m. And you know how those football games go. They're about two to three hours long. The two teams, they kept the score close the entire game. It almost went into overtime. What happened is it ended 2024. <laughs> hey, and welcome to a little miniest of the mini episodes, the miniest, miniest episode that you could possibly have of Halloween is Forever. I'm Steve, and I'm just by myself, hanging out. Just uh, wanted to shoot a couple quick two treat things at you. We're still on holiday break. Brian's not here. He's on holiday break. He's all full of meat and cheese. He can't come to the microphone right now. I'm just about full of meat and cheese, but it's just, I just have a little bit higher capacity than he does. So I was, I'm able to come here and just give you a quick update of what's happening, what's going on, what you can expect, and I'll get out of your hair and we'll all go back to just kind of being slovenly and slowly work into working again. Let's not go back to work in 2024. Let's make that our resolution. No more jobs. Jobs are done. Tell them to put the robots in. We're out of here. We've had enough. But what I am going to do for you is I'm going to tell you our three movies for our upcoming January showdown, which is a Giallo showdown. So we're doing a Giallo January. That's how we say it now. January. And we're going to have a guest on. We're going to be joined by Sarah Elizabeth, the reanimated nerd. You can find her on Instagram and she's a FX like uh, she does horror makeup and she does a little bit acting. She does a little bit of cosplay. She does a little bit this little bit of that. And she has a short film coming up in the in the new year. So we'll talk to her about that when she's on the episode. But we all picked our Giallo movies and Sarah will be defending Tenabre, one of the uh, one of the better Dario Argentos. It's one of my, I don't want to say favorites because obviously my favorite's opera. I already did that on an episode, so we can't redo that. But Tenabre is definitely up, up there. Uh, Brian will be defending Torso from 1973. This one is directed by a one Mr. Sergio Martino. So you can find that. And then I will be taking on Blood and Black Lace from 1964, directed by Mario Bava. Those will be your Giallo January flicks that you should be watching in this little downtime. And next week we will get into the showdown and defend all three of those movies. While I have you here, though, let's do a beer. We're just going to do a beer and I'm doing this beer because old Brian ain't here to yell at me and give me the business about it. It is from the Abjuration Brewing Company right in the heart of McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania. 
go on down and visit them. They actually uh, share space. It's it's one of the craziest venues if you've never heard us talk about it before, but it, they share space in the Parkway Theater Lounge, which is like its own bar and lounge. It's also a one screen movie theater and they get a lot of the great kind of just underground films that come through. I believe like they, you know, for example, Infinity Pool played there is, you know, so they, they get all the good stuff. And uh, but they also have this uh, brewery abjuration that's also in the same building. So you can get a beer abjuration and walk over to the theater. It's a cool venue. Check it out. But from them, I have their Parfait Sour version 1.4. And this is a sour ale with yogurt, maple syrup, blackberry puree, strawberry puree, blueberry puree, blackcurrant puree, and granola uh so yeah this has all the things that you would find in a breakfast parfait and they just jammed it into the fermenter tanks and they just let it sit and ferment and i'll tell you what it actually really works there's so much fruit in this it's just insane on the nose though the nose is slightly off-putting because it smells like yogurt like it smells like a yogurt parfait and that's a it's not a common smell you want from beer. And now Brian's punching the radio <laughs> and I'm sure he's throwing all his brewing books on the ground and just yelling. They can't keep getting away with this, but on the taste, it's, it's actually just like a really tangy fruity parfait. Like you don't get the sour yogurt notes from it. Like the sour is inherent from the style, but it's not like an added, uh, and I can only compare this to something else that m- many people may or may not have drank, but there is a yogurt flavored soju out there. And if you've had yogurt flavored soju, you know, it has just like that little bit of tang on it, that, that bacteria tang from yogurt. But yeah, th- this doesn't have it beyond what's already in a sour ale and it's only 4.5%. So you can actually kind of crush this for the morning. No problem. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, oh, it's a wonderful beer. Again, I love a lot of what Abjuration does, despite Brian calling me a gloop-glop heretic. I don't have to listen to it because he's not here to get me. But yeah, go check them out. They got a plenty of other things going on. And with that, I just want to say thanks to all our listeners who joined us in 2023. Hello to any new listeners who may be joining us in 2024. We hope your holidays went well. We hope... Your new year was bright and you have a lot of fun things on the lookout for yourselves that you have your goals set up. You don't have to do resolutions. You don't have to do dry January. You don't have to do those things. But, you know, if you just have like one project that you want to get out there, one project you want to complete, you know, eh, focus up on that. You know, get ready. Do it for yourself. Make it happen. But we are going to continue to do our spooky ooky things and we're going to continue to do them on the patreon as well so our little gift to you that we're going to do in this interim time while we're not doing like a full episode is i'm going to give you just a little tiny taste give you that little hit give that little that little first dose of family is forever you know we've we've been running this patreon exclusive podcast for the past six months we've got six episodes down And for only $5 a month, you can get access to all of them. 
it's a pretty good deal at this point because if you pay five bucks now, you get six extra bonus episodes, and these ain't no small ass episodes. Pretty much every episode is like two to three hours of Brian and I just bashing the Fast and the Furious films. Like they're driving him crazy. I enjoy them ironically, I think maybe, but I just might be losing my mind and just actually enjoy them. I don't know. And then we come together and it's a catalyst and Brian is upset and I'm not so upset. I'm just torturing him. And then eventually we'll run out of Fast and Furious films and we'll switch to something else. And then, you know, you get to listen to whatever Brian tortures me with. And that's just kind of what we're doing over on the Patreon. But if you like the episodes of Halloween is Forever, where we get a real stinker rube of a movie and we can just kind of unload. I was thinking about this one because somebody brought it up on social media. Somebody brought up fear.com. Boy, is that movie a stinker. But Brian and I laughed our fucking balls off at that episode. You know, just make it because we're just trying to make each other laugh about, you know, a bad movie. And that's what we're doing with Fast is Furious. That's what Family is Forever is about. So jump on there. You get that $5 tier. You get all these six episodes. Like at this point, it's less than a dollar an episode. So, yeah, why wouldn't you want to check it out now? Get in on that. Make that part of your 2024 resolution. I'm going to start supporting the creators who entertain me every week. And then also you get to be part of our discord. You can jump when we do, you know, live recorded episodes. You can see those episodes happen in real time. You can chime in even. You can get in that chat room and just start sending us messages and we'll give you shout outs on the episode. You hear us when our other patrons give us some, you know, good lines and stuff like that when you know, you hear a shout out Dan and you sh- hear a shout out Ron. They show up a lot. But why not you? Why can't it be you giving us the good lines? So hop on Patreon.com slash Halloween is forever to get all that. And don't forget to just follow us everywhere on social media or your favorite podcatcher and give it the five star reviews and all that kind of good stuff. We love it. So, yeah, sign up now be a part of it and we'll continue to grow all this together in 2024 but for now i'm gonna drink my little parfait beer and then i got a jersey mike's hoagie waiting for me so i'm gonna enjoy these things you enjoy this little snippet of family is forever and we're all reconvened next week for giallo january bye-bye so, yeah, so like they said, this is like a throwback before Han goes to Tokyo, obviously. Um, <laughs> but then, like, I actually don't even remember why I wrote this. I, I've watched this movie over the course of like two weeks. Sure. Like, I really just couldn't. But there is there is I wrote down, quote, ride or die. Remember? <laughs> when, what happens there? What what ride is ride or die? What, it's got to be. It's, oh, it's Letty yeah. and Dom. Yeah, yeah. It's got to yeah, be something Letty, Letty or Dom. Said, yeah. Because, because yeah, so here's what happened. I'm remembering this now. Because Dom is like, there's too much going on. You're going to get in trouble if you keep hanging out with me. And Letty's like, yeah, ride or die, remember? And then Dom's like, ah, I'm too dangerous, blah, blah, blah. So that's, so you're, you, you, that's kind of, kind of how they set it up is like, Dom tells her, shit's getting too crazy over on dom street you got to get the fuck up out of here right so dom 
creeps out while she's sleeping and leaves, just ditches her, right? He's wearing white jeans, by the way. <laughs> I think it's important to point out. Um, and he just leaves her, right? Because uh, he's worried about her well-being, apparently. Um, cut to Paul fucking Walker doing a whole men in black fucking foot chase across the roofs in, in L.A., just terrorizing people. Yeah. Like like he does in every movie. He is the biggest like villain <laughs> in movie history. And you're we're supposed to like him and everyone likes him and wants to be him and fuck him. Meanwhile, he is an absolute fucking villain. He's just shooting randomly into crowds, chasing some some random f- street tough. Uh, the the whole thing I just could not not think about the meme of like Paul Walker all of a sudden jumping across fucking rooftops and shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. I just kept thinking of that like meme thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do, do, um, do you think yeah. the filmmaker in this scene was trying to like say something about how far Paul Walker has fallen at this point? Like he's not the same Paul Walker because like one, he's in a suit. Paul Walker never wears a suit. He dresses like a douchebag wearing dickies and shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's saying cuh. You know, he ain't calling yeah, nobody cuh right now. He's, no, he's, he on, he's a suit. He's a suit now. He ain't got yeah. no cuh. He's a suit. He's on a foot chase, so he's not in yeah. a car. How much does yeah, that yeah. got to hurt him? Honestly, the most insulting thing you can do to a, to a car guy, make him use his legs. Yeah, yeah. His legs aren't <laughs> used to this. And then it's three. So disrespectful. He's basically chasing a uh, he's chasing like a wish.com Dominic Toretto because it's just a bald guy and a yeah. wife beater who he's yeah. just going to like run down. <laughs> but in this movie, it's an important distinction. And I think this is one of the most significant character development of Dom Toretto so far in this franchise is in this movie. Dom doesn't wear wife beaters. He wears thermals. He wears thermals. He's the got some sweaters on to his. Yeah. That's a big that's a big face turn uh, as far as Dom's concerned. Yeah. And they're white. Um, so they're yeah. white still. Out, yeah, yeah. So that still means still good guy. white, still white. But anyway, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm uh, essentially what happens is surprise, surprise. Paul Walker, who is an FBI agent, like we said at this point, needs to get mixed up in street racing to catch the bad guys because <laughs> he always does. Right? As always. It's just some it's so stupid, but they're cartel bad guys. Right. Um, so Dom gets a call that Letty has been murdered. And I wrote good. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> I wish everyone else would now get murdered. But unfortunately, this they continues. Don't. <laughs> yeah, this is a trend that I would like to see where this goes if everyone could be murdered. Um, so now, you know, you cut to uh, Letty's funeral. Paul Walker and Dom are both watching the funeral from different areas, but from a, a distance kind of thing. But right. Paul Walker... Um, Paul Walker is they're basically waiting for Dom to show up to the funeral because they're going to arrest him because he's, of course, a fugitive. Mm-hmm. But Paul Walker, they don't see him. They're looking for him. But Paul Walker, he can tell there's a disturbance in the force. Yeah. So he knows he's there. He just he can sense his his big car muscles. He just doesn't know where it's a, it's a real Commissioner Gordon Batman type dynamic they have going on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a bet. That is a good analogy. I, I, um, ha- I have the note juggalo funeral simply because. <laughs> 
all of the like tricked out cars that are pulled up to the funeral yeah. like it's not it's not classy in the least it's all the, white trash and i can only just think of like juggalo funerals where people a bunch of like white people wearing do-rags yeah, at this funeral right you know like they're all just hanging around like dumping out fago going whoop whoop yeah you know as they whoop. pay their respects <laughs> um so dom's sister is back on the scene great like she fucking is uh but she she could her her, her like for as much presence as she has on screen she could be replaced by like a strategically placed piece of fucking timber you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she does she adds nothing yeah she could she could have been a post-it note but you know we have a character instead yeah. <laughs> she's here she is here um dom's fast and furious car is there um and you know it's cursed or something i don't know and uh, you know letty worked on it and uh and she put a cross in the mirror so now the car's magic now i think um but they never that never really pays off but they never really pay that off you know what i mean like they do i mean it kind of if you think about it's like oh he drives the car to you know or whatever but to safety at the end but it's they never call it back they set it up and they never really call it. Yeah, back. it's it's just like, you know, a thing of like hey, it is family and she saved my car and then she saved me and now I get to be the good guy. And then also this is my car that my dad and then <laughs> my dad and I worked on this car, but they got wrecked and at then the my one. my girlfriend also worked on it. So it's all of our cars. It's all family. And now I get it's to drive. It's a family car. It's a family vehicle. I'm back home. I get to drive this car, not the other car that's also black and faced. <laughs> black and faced. Um, so Paul Walker has to, to bust this. So the guy's name's Braga. Uh, he's the head of the cartel. And they're basically like, hey, Paul Walker, we gave you a suit. How come you haven't busted the bad guy? And he's like, ah, I don't know. I've been too busy. And they're like, well, you got 72 hours. So um, literally nothing. <laughs> it's like you have 72 hours or nothing will happen. Yeah. <laughs> like there's or no, like they will move on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's never any stakes. That's what I'm saying. Like there's never any stakes. And in, even in this instance, with Letty dying, it has already happened. Right. So no one like there's no there's no stakes surrounding it. You know, um, the thing that you could say is like, oh, you know, they look out for each other. They want they don't want Letty to die. They don't want the sister to die. They don't want you know, you know, Dom's not going to die. You know, Paul Walker's not going to die. Right, right. But a Goyle might die like in like in Double Dragon. It's like this this but it never actually is stakes right it's the it's the um it's the problem with writing superman really is that like you know superman can't or won't die so what you do is you put everybody else around him in peril right but that's what they don't do in this movie they don't put anybody in peril like if if it was not that letty died but she was captured by braga yeah because you know spoiler for later in the movie they find out that letty was working with paul walker so like if it was discovered that she was undercover and then braga took her prisoner or whatever and was hiding her away and they had to Mm -hmm. save her with another undercover operation that's something but it's nothing that she's dead (laughs) well and you you might be saying well what do you mean there's no stakes letty died 
Yes, but she died without them knowing. Yeah, she died so they off learned camera. after the fact. <laughs> she died off camera and they learned after the fact. Yeah. So there are no stakes to what they're doing. There's only revenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That can be had. There's not saving her. Nothing. She's already dead. They can't do anything about that. So it's strictly a revenge story now. Um, revenge for a character that you never let us get to know. Right. Which is even worse, which we'll talk about why, you know, they thought they were being clever by doing a little uh, little, uh, you know, switcheroo. But all that did was you never allowed us to hate the 007 villain. You know what I mean? You never established this person as a villain because you were too busy being clever, you know, which is not clever. It was so fucking anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves (laughs) a little bit here. But so Paul Paul Walker sees on a computer that you know or or like on a computer as as the as the the audience you see that letty was an agent and she shows up as deceased you know on the the list of of agents or whatever um but they don't really say anything explicitly about it so as you know it's very easily spelled out but if you're um a, a brain damaged 14 year old watching this in a the theater, you might be like, Oh, good catch. Mysterious. <laughs> yes. Stupid. Also. Yes. <laughs> so Dom is, is, is the worst criminal in the fucking world. Pretty much. But he's also Batman. Yeah. Like we said, like he's, he is also has all the characteristics of Batman. Like he, but, but for douchebag car stuff. So he goes to the place where Letty crashed, right, and died apparently, and uh, and he like smells the road <laughs> <laughs> and like forensically knows what happened to his girlfriend by smelling the road. I mean, I'm 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 oversimplifying a little bit, but there's a thing called nitro meth. <laughs> yes. And I can't believe that's actually in the script, but it is. So, and I guess, yeah. Go ahead. So, what it is? Is this in? Is this in Dom's? Is this in 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 uh, fucking Vin Diesel's like fanfic that he did? <laughs> it's not in Vin Diesel's fanfic. What it is is it? It actually is nitromethane, which is it's for pussies. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a real fuel. But it's a fuel that's run in like drag strip cars. And like if you try to put it in a real engine, it'll destroy the engine. Like like the person running this fuel is like destroying their engine, rebuilding it and replacing everything in it every three days that they drive this thing. (laughs) But we've already established from the first film you know when when dominic hears an engine he knows exactly who drives that car he has the cartism that you know just allows him to identify fuel systems and engines and he can do it from smell and then it allows him to rebuild everything around him like you know like the robert downey jr sherlock holmes movies just yeah. from smell. <laughs> I mean, that's it. He goes there. He sniffs the road, and he knows who's who knows who kills his girlfriend. Basically, yep. well, he knows um, the car that he was driving. He doesn't know who killed he, her. <laughs> no, no, he knows who did it because he goes. Only one son of a bitch I know runs nitro meth. <laughs> like that's and he's like fucking Braga. Like he knows who did it or that it was one of Braga's men. At yeah, he, he knows only one guy in L.A. sells that fuel. And so that's why he sells it. That's, that's why right. you have the scene with that guy in the uh, in the garage 
where you also get oh god you're right vin yeah, diesel superman powers of catching an entire engine block with one hand <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to that in a second but you know so there's this bad cop right which you keep thinking he's gonna be like crooked or work for braga or something he doesn't none of that none of that no. pays off he's just a dick that works in paul walker's office and he's actually not a dick he makes a mistake later on but like by jumping the gun on a fax we'll get to that <laughs> but ultimately he is just no he just hates paul walker so he's the only sensible one right like you should hate paul yeah. walker you should be like why is this piece of shit i worked all my life to be in the fbi this guy is a piece of garbage and he outranks me like he he walks in in board shorts like right yeah. having people sniff his fingers <laughs> and he's and he's ahead of me like in the pecking order i you should hate him he microwaves fish um, at lunch and listens to ska really loud without headphones yeah he he unironically hit on every girl in the office by asking them to a 311 concert right, yeah. like 100 <laughs> percent. so like um this this character um the 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 quote-unquote dick cop he yeah he's exactly like or we're supposed to feel like he's exactly like the guy from too fast who is also up paul walker's ass and like hey i'm gonna get some pictures of your girlfriend remember that yeah. guy except for yeah, yeah. he doesn't do any of that because he's not a sleaze he just doesn't like paul no. walker <laughs> yeah he is a villain because he doesn't like paul walker and the rest of this universe wants to suck paul walker's dick 24 7 right and he's the only one who lives outside that system. And so he's a bad guy. Right. Yeah. And I and and he's actually the unsung hero of this movie. And I would much rather watch an entire spinoff franchise with this guy just going around like he's basically like like uh, what the fuck is his name? Oh, my God. This is the easiest Simpsons reference ever. But what's the guy who oh, Gil? Uh, no, <laughs> not Gil, not Gil. <laughs> Not Gil. The guy who is uh, wants Homer's job. Oh, Frank. It's Frank. Isn't Frank. It? Yeah. Frank Grimes. Frank Grimes. Grimey. Yeah. He's he's Frank Grimes. He worked for this. Yeah. He wants this. He comes to the Simpsons house. He's like, you can't read. This house is like a palace compared to my <laughs> like he's the guy who lives in the real world. Yeah. And Homer Simpson has just failed upward. Yeah. For our decades. He is the Frank Grimes of the Fast and the Furious franchise, and I want to see him, like, on like a, a Better Call Saul style, you know, spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with this guy. Yeah.